Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of this podcast. On this podcast, we talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, and you'll always just hear about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it will be to live more simply. So thank you for joining me today. I realized last week we didn't get a podcast episode up and I am so sorry. We were traveling for homeschool convention season has officially begun for me. I'm only speaking a limited amount of times this year because it's a busy year with my oldest graduating. So I only took a few opportunities to speak this year and last week was one of them in Rogers, Arkansas. I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. Before I start on the podcast episode, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They have everything from science curriculum for the homeschooling family, Bible resources, writing curriculum, um, and lots of encouragement for the Christian homeschooling family. So go check them out. Also, the Bible-based homeschooling e-course that I have um, put out there is now available. We have designed this course to equip and inspire and encourage you if you want to see how we use the Bible as our main textbook in our homeschool for one year. Um, But also the main point of this e-course is to encourage you that even if you don't choose to teach solely from the Bible, to keep the Bible as the firm foundation, not just of your homeschool, but of your family. Several years ago, we did throw out the curriculum for one year. We sort of just took a break from the curriculum and we taught all of our lessons solely from the Bible. It was an amazing year. If you wanna see how we did that, if you want me to walk alongside you if you choose to do that I encourage you to go check out the curriculum the link is in the web page for this episode and you can find it at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com again the link is in the webisode webisode (laughs) the episode web page for this podcast episode. Uh, we've had so many people signing up for that e-course and I'm thrilled. One of the best things I think about that e-course is you get a free um, membership to a private private Facebook group. And that group is a place for homeschooling families to connect and share advice, ask for prayer, share resources, and I'm just loving the community that is developing over there. So go check out the e-course and um, we would love to have you sign up. So I just got back from my uh, convention that I spoke at last week. I have two more coming up. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I took limited amount of uh, speaking engagements this year because my oldest is graduating. In fact, I'm recording this today on her 18th birthday. So my mind is all over the place. Number one, I cannot even believe I have an adult child. And number two, I cannot believe that she's graduating homeschool this year. Anyone who knows our story uh, knows that we had a rough start and this was never our plan, but wow, is God good. This was his plan and it far exceeds anything that I ever could have even dreamed up in my wildest imagination imagination. So today's episode, I'm all over the place. Like I said, I don't know what God has for me, but I literally sat down here like, you know what? I'm just going to talk. I don't really have a big outline or a big (laughs) episode plan. I just 
feel like I have a lot to say. So, um, you know, spring is springing over here on the Little Hobby Farm, number one. Uh, And so I I haven't talked much about the Little Hobby Farm on podcast episodes lately, but we have some older episodes about why we moved out here. I did not grow up on a farm. I did not grow up in the country. I grew up outside of New York City. And so here we are uh, living out in the country and we just love the slow life. We love the small, small town. I live in a tiny town. Um, One little blinking traffic light, you know. We love the slow pace and we love living out here has helped us to achieve our goals in simplifying. Not that, you know, when you're growing your food and raising animals and all this stuff, it's not necessarily simple by any means. It's a lot of work, but it changes your mindset to that mindset of connecting with nature and slowing down and really being able to focus on, I feel like, the things that matter. I mean, I can't look outside my window and not see God in the creation, especially living here, especially like at this time when spring is springing and you see the order of everything. You know, when I was growing up in the suburbs, and this isn't to say you can't connect with God in the city or the suburbs, this is just my experience. (laughs) So please, I don't mean that in any way. Um, You know, I just remember, I never noticed the seasons. I never noticed the order of nature. I really never noticed nature. Um, And so to me, looking how the seasons change and, and, you know, seeing every year, there's like this timeline of events in the spring when certain flowers start to bloom right on time. Like I'm waiting for the forsythias. Anybody who knows me knows yellow is my favorite, favorite color. And to me, when the forsythias bloom, it's like this one week when the forsythias are at their full peak in bloom. It's like God has announced spring has sprung so we're like getting there you know things are starting to bud but nothing has fully bloomed like that yet and so I just love that there's like this timeline of events I feel like certain flowers bloom at certain times the animals do different things we have the birds coming back now uh, from you know being away all winter and you know even just watching my animals you know we had the goats for the first time this winter they survived this horrible some really cold like negative 20 degree days and we made it but seeing how even god has created the animals and has created order in in how they survive like the goats grow their like little winter fur to help them in the winter and uh you know it's just so amazing to look out and see all these things so spring is springing here but that doesn't mean just because uh i say it's a simple life it does not mean it's that simple because we're going to be starting our garden and that takes a lot of work and planning and um, if you want to do it well you know it takes quite a bit of um of hard work but isn't that what god wants from us he wants us to work hard he wants us to um, do things well and so we are just starting to plan the garden it's a wreck right now out there Um, if you guys have been following me a while uh, you will know that we have a pretty big garden here at Love's Farm and I'm hoping to even make it bigger Um, we also have a big large greenhouse and our purpose living here um, we feel like it's such a blessing that this is not at all ours to keep for ourselves but we're using our home as a ministry and our farm as a ministry and so 
we've named our little hobby farm <laughs> Love's Farm. Um, and I, I always say our little hobby farm because we are by no means real farmers. You know, we just have our three acres, our animals, and our gardens. Um, but we are so loving that lifestyle. And so we named our, our hobby farm Love's Farm, and we intend to share. We intend to grow abundantly more than we need because we intend to share that abundance with others. So the past few years, we've grown in abundance and we've set up a little stand in front of our home and we put up signs that say free and we put out our vegetables and our eggs and, you know, we put out little... um cards that say why we give our food away and we we explain the gospel so basically like a little track but we say you know we are so blessed by our undeserving gift from God and so we want to share um, God's love with others so here's food no questions asked you know you can take whatever you need we always say take what you need leave what you can if somebody wants to leave a donation that's wonderful but certainly don't require anything we should just say take what you need and so we're hoping to share God's love right here in our little piece of hobby farm community and um, you know it doesn't have to be sometimes people think you have to do this great big ministry and it, it just starts by showing God's love one little vegetable at a time for us or one little egg at a time but it doesn't have to be you know it's just it's really about connecting with people because sometimes people have stopped um, in front or I've had somebody come to our door once because we weren't out there but they saw the sign and they were like what do you mean this is free like they thought there was a catch they're like why are you giving your food away and so steve explained you know we believe that this is um this home is a gift from god and we believe in god and we know god's love and we want to share that with others so that's what we're doing and so it opened the door for a conversation about god and so whatever you can do out in your little neck of the woods whether you're in the city suburbs farm you're a real farmer like not us <laughs> you know whatever it is you can find something a gift that god has given you for the purpose of sharing so life out here in the spring i'm so excited about it because i don't like winter anyone knows me knows i don't like the cold weather and so we're just able to go outside now with not a coat on, even though I'm still freezing when I'm out there usually, but um, things are just starting to feel like spring. So funny story about that. Um, this is how I this is how I go about my days lately. I feel like God has been giving me so many ideas to write about, to speak about, and sometimes I, I can't even like categorize them in my mind. I need somebody to like create an app to organize my mind but one of the thoughts I had lately so I'll share it on here I was going to write it out but I'll share it on here one of the thoughts I had lately was it's such a picture of um of the light in the spring and the light shining in dark places so the days are getting a little bit sunnier we had a very rainy winter here and so very dark I felt like cloudy all the time and so just lately we've had a, a good amount of sunny days and, you know, we've got everything open now. I can't wait till I can actually open my windows. But, you know, the curtains are open. I'm letting the light shine in. And I said to Steve the other day, oh, boy. I said, boy, do I need to spring clean? Because as the light is shining now in the, in the beautiful spring sunshine, I just see all the dust highlighted in my house and the dirtiness on my windows from the, the rainy winter. So I said to Steve, wow, isn't that a picture 
of what happens to us when God's light shines in, right? This is, uh, honestly, this is how my mind operates. I'm always thinking of things like this. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just thought that's how it was for me when God's light finally shone into my, you know, shone into my life. Shone in? Shined in? I don't know the word. Uh, when his light was shining in my life and it just illuminated all those dark places and said, look, you're not living this way anymore. Go clean that up, right? That's how I feel like the light is shining on my windows. And I'm like, whoa, our windows need a good cleaning. You know, they were kind of not noticeable all winter when that that um, rain was dirtying them up and it was kind of cloudy. And now that that light is shining in, you know, when the light beams shine through your window, and you just see that like light beam of dust. <laughs> That's what I feel like lately. I'm like, whoa, things got dusty over the winter and, and dusting is not my forte. So, you know, let's just leave it at that. But I, I notice I'm like, wow, you know, things have gotten a little bit um, dirty over the winter and uh, not inside the house. I don't want to give the illusion that my house is like filthy dirty or anything like that. But you know what I mean? Um, where you just get a few little cobwebs in the corner because you just haven't been keeping up as well. And so I look at the windows though, and they're, they're, they're needing a good washing. They're needing a good cleaning. And so I think of that, you know, when you walk in that truth and God's light shines in, you know, it's how I feel when I read his word. And it's like the truth just illuminates and I realize the things that need to be cleaned up. And that's how I feel about spring. It's a great time to kind of spring clean our hearts, to kind of look around and say, you know what? The light is shining and God is shining. God is in my life. What are the things I need to work on? Spring is a time of, of new birth and new life. And it's a great time to sort of evaluate where you are at on your walk, what needs improving, because, you know, basically, basically, we all need to be improved all the time. Uh, what needs to be improved? What needs to be um, kind of cleaned up? What are the things we sort of need to weed out, right? Spring, uh, if you think about the gardening, when, whenever I'm weeding, I think about God. You know, I'm out there in the garden and, you know, we're planting um we're planting those plants and we're taking such good care of them, hoping that they uh, get real good roots and then we want them to grow. But a lot of times they start to grow and what happens around them? Lots of weeds. So we need to pull those weeds just like we need God to kind of pull those weeds uh, out of our life, those sins. We need to, to take those things out. You know, funny story again, I planted with Ethan a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago or so, we had some seeds left over from last year. And I said, for fun, let's plant some herbs in um, pots and put them in the greenhouse. And whether they work, they work, they don't, they don't, we're kind of just doing it for fun. And uh, we planted the plants or the seeds, I should say, just for some herbs and pots in the greenhouse. And I figured, you know, we've grown herbs in our garden every year, but I'm like, why bother? They literally take up so much room because I don't know about you, but we always get overambitious when we plant seeds. And when they grow, we have like, you know, an entire section of basil, <laughs> an entire section of cilantro, and I can only use so much. So I said, let's plant these things in pots. We'll start them now. And then when they start to do well and it's warm and it's, 
ready, we'll put them on the deck. We'll have, you know, pots right on the deck rather than having these herbs take up the garden. And so we put them in the greenhouse and I was all excited that day and we watered them and we got them started with nice soil. We went and bought nice soil for the pots and, uh, you know, life got busy and I forgot that they were out there basically. And so today I said, oh, let's go check on our plants. You know, two weeks later, not nothing. The soil is dry. Not one little shoot from anything has sprouted. And I said, you know what, this was... This is what happens, right? We can get really excited about our walk with the Lord and this truth we're learning. And we're like, yeah, we're going to plant. And then we don't water it. That's what I did. I have not watered the plants. Like, I don't know why I'm surprised they didn't grow. <laughs> See, life is not always simple out here on the hobby farm. So I did not grow. I did not water them. I didn't even check on them, quite honestly. And so um, they didn't grow. Why am I surprised? So I, I, you know, I had a nice little discussion with Ethan, though, and I said, this is... This is why, because we were lazy and we didn't, we were ambitious and then we didn't help that seed to grow and to, and to grow roots and it needs water and we need the living water. We need that living water in order to grow. We don't become a Christian and then say, now I'm a Christian, I'm done, right? We don't, we're constantly needing to um, nourish our soul and you know I'll say this till the day I die that comes from reading your word and I've become so passionate about families being in the word and um, myself being in the word and not just talking about it like not just saying I love Bible but I want to be in that word I want to nourish my soul because that is really how we grow um, and so like I was talking about with the Bible-based homeschooling e-course I'm so thrilled to see so many people signing up and saying yes I want to train my children not just to like know about God's word but to walk in it to truly understand that this is what will equip our children for life there is no other school book out there no other uh, curriculum no other anything that will teach them more than the Bible if you if they know the Bible they will be equipped for whatever comes their way and so um, I just love it. I love spring, how it, there's so many pictures of God everywhere. If you just kind of slow down and open your eyes and see them and, you know, get off the Internet, get off, you know, there's a time and a place. I know when we're all cooped up in the winter and we want to be like connecting with people. I mean, I know for me, I love the connection with people sometimes that I can get. I feel like I'm talking to grownups when I'm on Facebook, <laughs> you know, um, I'm not just here by myself with these kids all day, but now that the weather's turning warmer, get out there, make real life connections. Get out there and enjoy God's creation. Get out there and don't waste it, you know. Um, I encourage you uh, to get out there and, and really see God in everything. I want to tell another um, little interesting, kind of exciting story about how God works. Uh, so last week we went to the Teach Them Diligently convention in Rogers, Arkansas. What an amazing event. It was really just such a blessing for me to have the opportunity to connect with so many people there. You know, I really met a lot of families who are so diligently wanting to not just teach their children at home, but to raise their families to know and love the Lord above all. And that was exciting to me. And so it was just a really amazing trip on so many levels. I was going to write a blog post about it. I, I don't even know that I can get it all down in words. 
So the past two years, I've gone to this event with Grace, my oldest daughter, Grace, who's 18 years old today. I officially have an adult child. Um, And the past two years, she's gone to that one with me. You know, usually my family comes to most of the events. If you've been at events where I speak, you'll usually see the whole gaggle of us. You know, we all go to these events. And this year, it's a little different because Grace is... Um, a senior and she's graduating and there's a whole bunch of activities that come along with being a senior and you know also the fact that we really just want to cherish every last moment of these months being together so I took a limited amount of speaking engagements and the whole family is not traveling together this year and that actually feels kind of weird but it's okay it's just a season they'll, they'll be next year and so this past event um, Grace did not go with me as usual she's usually my Arkansas buddy um, because she's just got so many things going on and um, I brought a friend with me though, because I don't like to travel alone. I, I, I need somebody to come with me. So <laughs> I brought a companion and my dear friend came with me. And the more I think about it, I'm still not over it. It's just so amazing how God has worked. So this friend that came with me, we started homeschooling back in 2006 together. And she, her family was really a huge part of our faith journey, let alone our homeschooling journey, but our faith journey. She is actually the one who invited me to the church that I now go to, where really my faith has just grown so much. And um, so we have that, you know, kind of um, connection that the church that I'm in now, I feel like is where I really Uh, found Jesus and so she invited me there and that's we just know that that was such a divine appointment the way we met how we met and the fact that she invited me there and so um, our kids have known each other since they were you know little bitty two-year-olds and when my daughter was entering uh, kindergarten and I was going through this whole you know conundrum about what do I do do I homeschool do I not I felt like God was calling me but I didn't want to And then she had said, well, she was going to homeschool and we kind of talked about it and she made it seem doable because she kind of explained to me, you know, what they were going to be doing. And so I think because she was doing it, I felt like, well, we can do this together kind of. And so, you know, we both started out that first year homeschooling together. And here we are both graduating now our oldest children and they're both the her oldest and my oldest are both seniors and they're graduating together in June and she came on this trip with me and it was just like amazing how we have gone full circle from where I was to where I am now and uh, the whole trip was just amazing just to share the experience with her she had never been she had never been to a homeschool convention at all listen people out there she made it 13 years of homeschooling. She never went to a convention. She's graduating her first. She did it. (laughs) Uh, So she went to her first homeschooling convention. I mean, she has six kids. So her oldest is graduating, but she's still got a whole bunch more to go. Um, And so she went to her first homeschool convention. But not just that, just the fact that we shared this experience together. She was able to see me speak, you know, at a convention, at a homeschooling convention, which she had never seen before. 
She had never seen me speak at a convention. So that was just so amazing that here we started out on this journey, two clueless moms not having a clue what we were getting into. And I'm just like, look what God did. Here we are traveling to this convention together because I'm speaking there. And we got to share such um, a wonderful time together. So I give all the glory and all the praise to God for what he does. Never, ever, ever, ever not do something because of your own fear. I didn't want to homeschool because I was afraid. And it's just crazy that God has not only allowed us to homeschool this long, but he has birthed a ministry in my family with Simply Living for Him. Um, because we said yes, and because of this homeschooling journey, like an entire ministry and has been birthed. And I've found my one of my passions, you know, in life to um, encourage others and to speak and write and podcast and all those wonderful things. So anyway, I told you this was a hodgepodge of things today on the podcast. But I just wanted to connect with you out there, you know, and just kind of talk like I don't have script, I don't have an outline. I'm really just talking to you like we're sitting having coffee and talking because I met so many people at the convention. Another thing that convention taught me this past weekend, there's a lot of you out there that listen to the podcast (laughs) that taught me that years ago when I first started speaking, most people would say, oh, I read your book, like that's how they knew me or oh, I read your blog or oh, I don't know who you are. (laughs) I just stumbled upon you at the convention. And now I would say pretty much every single person that came up to me to say, you know, that they knew me somehow was they would say, I know I listen to your podcast. And that is such a blessing to me. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like that when I started this little podcast, I don't know, a couple years ago now, uh, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I'm serious. I was just like, I said to Steve, you know what? I'm speaking at the conventions. I write on the blog. I'd like to kind of record um, a session. I call that MP3. I said to Steve, I want to record like an MP3 to put up on the on the website. It's just like another way to reach people. You know, some people like to read. Some people like to see you in person. Some people might like to listen. So I really just recorded like this MP3 about um, back to homeschool. It was at the beginning of the homeschool year. And I wanted to make that available on the website. And so that's what I did. I mean, podcasting, I guess, was a thing, but it wasn't really like nowadays, I feel like everybody has podcast. It wasn't like that back then. And I kind of liked that I was able to connect with people in different ways. You know, you have the people who like to read, the people who want to see you in person. And now I could connect with people who just want to listen. You know, most people say, oh, I listen to you while I'm doing my housework or I listen to you while I'm in the car. And so people like that. They want to use their time well and, you know, listen to things while they're doing whatever. So that little one recording turned into another and another and another. And then we turned it into the Simply Living for Him podcast. And I am amazed when I, you know, look at my podcast numbers and you guys know out there like numbers to me aren't a big deal. Like I don't do this so that numbers of people, you know, follow me and all that. But, you know, I do check to see how the podcast is doing. And um, we are at five times more listeners at this time than we were at this time last year. The podcast has grown to have five times more listeners if you compare to this time last year. And there's listeners all around the world. And so 
it just shows you what God does. Like if you just submit your plans, you know, you just say, you know what, I just, I want to do what I'm called to do and God will make it work. And quite honestly, I have never had any kind of business marketing plans, nothing. You know, I wrote my first book with not a clue what I was doing. I literally wrote it thinking maybe I'll put on my website and sell a few for 99 cents. Maybe I'll earn $100. And I've sold over 50,000 copies of my books. And that's not to boast. That's to say, if God calls you to do something, he's going to see it through, marketing plan or not. I didn't know you're supposed to have a launch team, marketing plan, all this stuff. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was back then. I just wrote a book and followed after God. You know, I was saying this weekend at the homeschooling convention, listen to God and do what he says. We don't always have to know the outcome. Just listen to God and do what he says. And so same thing with the podcast. Like I'm just really excited to know that my words encourage others. Somebody told me, you know, you always say, um, I just want to point you to Jesus. And that's that really is all I want to do. I want to point people to Jesus. And somebody said to me, you know, I was having a hard time with my son. He was going through something and, and I just heard your voice say in my head, um, you know, point him to Jesus. And to me, I was like, I'm done. My That is like success to me right there that I pointed one child to Jesus or I reminded this one mom to point her child to Jesus. I promise you that is all it is about to me. When I speak at conventions and I hear people say, oh, you encouraged me or, you know, your podcast helped me to kind of refocus on Jesus. I'm like, that is it. That is all I care about, you know, everything else will build on top of that. If, if God decides to grow the ministry or however, that's all well and good. But the fact that I could just encourage one person out there. So I encourage you, if God is calling you to ministry, if God is calling you to something, don't try to like figure out the end result or how many people are going to be involved or how many people are going to listen or how many people are going to read or how many people are going to follow. Just you follow God. You listen to God and do what he says. You follow God and let him work out the rest. Because quite honestly, if one person followed me and that one person said I pointed them to Jesus, I'm a success. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I say it every time I speak at conventions. I don't care if you remember my name. I don't care if you come to my session and you leave and you're like, I don't remember that girl's name. But she pointed me to Jesus. That to me is what it's all about. So that was just, I thought, some more interesting stories of things that I learned and things that I'm learning this spring. Um, I will be speaking in Waco, Texas in April for the Teach Them Diligently convention. If you have not been to a Teach Them Diligently convention, I encourage you to go. You would get so much out of it even if you aren't a homeschooler. It's all about discipleship and raising your children um, to know and love the Lord. And yes, it's, you know, a lot of sessions are on homeschooling, but there are a lot of sessions just on parenting and family and discipleship. And I got so much out of it this uh, past weekend myself. I went to some of the keynotes and they were fantastic. I saw Ray Comfort. I saw Norm Wakefield. Uh, came home right away and played the download of one of the keynotes for my family because it was so good I wanted them to hear it and so I'm going to Waco Texas April 11th to the 13th I'll be speaking there and then in May I'll be in Denver Colorado Kirk Cameron is the keynote in Denver Colorado Ray Comfort will be there um, Heidi St. John will be in Waco Texas I believe there's a lot of amazing keynotes so you'll want to check it out at teachthemdiligently.net I will link to that in the um 
episode webpage for this episode. Also, don't forget about the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. If you are interested in it, if you have any questions, just ask me. Um, This is not at all a curriculum, but it is a guide to equip and inspire you and encourage you to raise your family with the Bible as the firm foundation in your family. And uh, if you are looking to maybe take a break from the curriculum or how can you teach more subjects with the Bible at the core, then I would love for you to um, sign up for that e-course and you can see exactly how we did it. There's 20 videos where I break down every subject of how we did it and I break down planning and I break down uh, lessons learned and things like that. So I would love for you to check that out. Again, it's simply livingforhim.thinkific.com. If you have an event that you would like to bring Simply Living For Him to, uh, we are open to women's events that are not just for homeschoolers. I've done the Simply Living for Him retreat. We did a Simply Living for Him gathering in January in North Carolina. We're trying to plan one for the fall. Keep uh, looking for information on that. We are trying to build up our women's events. So um, keep an eye out for that. But if you have a group or you have a venue or you you are in need of a speaker for a day event or a weekend, I am available for the Simply Living for Him women's event please email me at any time and we can talk more about that so I want to hear from you guys too what are you guys learning um, this spring what is God teaching you Um, how are you learning to live more simply my main focus here at simply living for him is to get your eyes off of the things of this world and to put them on Jesus this is a noisy world we live in and everywhere there is people things screaming for our attention how do we hear Jesus's voice above all the noise of this world and I believe the remedy for the clutter and chaos is Jesus the more we desire him the less we naturally desire the things of this world the less we feel the need to be scrolling on Facebook if we're filled up with God's word and God's truth The rest just feels like, you know, uh, extra. And if we're filled up on God and his truth and things of God, we're not looking to sort of like fill up our homes with more clutter, right? We are focused on the eternal things that matter. And that is and will always be my mission here at Simply Living for Him, to point you to God. So I want to know what else do you want to hear about in the future at Simply Living for Him on the podcast or... um, on the blog. I'm just always looking to um, connect more with you guys out there to continue ministering. And and I want to know, you know, what are you interested in? What works for you best? Do you love the podcast? Do you love, um, somebody told me out there this weekend that I need to write another book. I'm like, I know it's time. As a writer, I have like five books started, you know? <laughs> I know it's time. I would love to write another book. So if you have ideas for books, let me know. I'm always looking to minister to you guys in the best way that I can without adding a lot of fluff and clutter to your life. Just speaking the truth and speaking the truth in love to get rid of all of those distractions to simply point you to Jesus. So thank you for listening. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.